0: It's a, it's a great you, yeah, O.J. Day? is crazy. <laughs> he is crazy. It's crazy that he has a Twitter page. I guess it should be crazy that people are following him to see what he's saying. We'll have to do the checks. Tune back into the future podcast and we're going to do a whole little special on Mr. Simpson. That'll be that'll be fun. I know some y'all be like, Nah, don't do it. Don't give him the. Don't give him that time. Don't give him that. Am I not, what am I not gonna give him that fame? Am I, am I gonna make OJ more famous by talking about him? Hell no, I'm gonna talk about him. Cause he, and I'm gonna give y'all the details. So just tune in. That'll be one of the future podcasts. It's nuts. It's been nuts, crazy. I mean, ever since. Eddie Murphy did the Saturday Night Live, man. I'm good. 2019 was great. On that note, I mean, yeah, 2019 wasn't. I mean, it had it like any other year, ups and downs. But hey, we started this podcast in 2019, and now it's 2020. Eddie Murphy returned to Saturday Night Live and straight killed it. If you haven't seen it, join the millions upon millions that are tuning in and watching it on YouTube. That's definitely the best Saturday Night Live, probably in 35 years. Just kidding. But it's, I mean, you know, Saturday Night Live has its peaks and goes in ups and downs. I haven't watched it in a minute. I mean, that's just me. I watch it here and there, you know, depending on the celebrity. I mean, I watched it when, uh, I think it did when Kevin Hart did, hosted it again or whatever. And I know I watched it when Dave Chappelle hosted it again. That was funny. The first time he hosted, it was funny, and it was nice seeing Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, and Tracy Morgan all on stage together. I could have did without Mister Good Burger on there for that whole thing, but but he is the longest running cast member, black cast member on Saturday Night Live, so that's what we'll just leave, we'll just leave it like that, Kenan or whatever, whichever one you got there. I think it's Kenan. But it was nice, and Eddie Murphy just straight killed it, and then, and at the same time, came back and just had to remind everybody who the real king of comedy is right now. It's not Kevin Hart. I'm sorry, sorry to give you a news flash for everybody that's you know been on that Kevin Hart train for a while. Hey, I, Kevin Hart's funny, man. I'm not one of those guys. If you, I'm you know Mike Epps. Uh, Cat Williams, and all that, you know, that think he ain't funny. And and, and Mike Epps and Ke- uh, uh, Kevin Hart, that's a whole... They're neighbors anyways, and their kids are friends, so that's just... That's just competition. And I like them both. Mike Epps is my nigga, so... Just gotta stop this. But... Kevin Hart's funny, too, though. He's just a different kind of funny. And a lot of people, though... Cause, I mean, I was watching Kevin Hart when... like. Before it became, before, all right, all right, all right. After that, by that time, it was kind of really catching on to the point where it's like everybody knows who Kevin Hart is now. Now it's kind of, you know, Hollywood's running this train. So how funny are you going to be? It depends on you, but you don't got no control anymore. Hollywood's running the train, and you're on the tracks. I mean, they were literally running that train, and he ran off the tracks a couple times. Got it. Sidetracked by some booty. Sidetracked literally by I don't know why he wasn't driving his own car, but that's just crazy too. And being in that accident. But Kevin Hart has has been making the greatest decision. That's a whole other podcast in itself. But he's funny. He's funny and I like and I like most of his movies too. It's kind of like I mean, just like Eddie Murphy too. Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy's movies though, it's just something different. This is, is this you know, I'll put forty eight hours up against any of the catalog with Kevin Hart, and that's no disrespect that you got say that when you're disrespectful. So you just, no disrespect, but I'll put his, I'll put forty eight hours and another forty eight hours against any of it. Find me a movie that's funnier, and I've been watching Kevin Hart since Paper Soldiers, and before. I mean, just I mean I'm talking. <laughs> It's been watching Kevin Hart for a minute again he's funny but there's levels to this shit and it was and i think Dave Chappelle kind of reminded everybody that when he made his return because i think he's kind of seen what was going on too he's seen his kid trying to wear the the Kevin Hart jersey and seeing everything and then, and and the comedy started kind of shifting where now Kevin Hart's funny but and then you got got all these impersonators and they're trying to do the kind of style Kevin Hart is like you know, that's why Tiffany Haddish found out the hard way. Everybody just can't do what Kevin Hart does that way, and sometimes it's not gonna be well received. You gotta have a game plan, you gotta rehearse and rehearse. You can't just go up there and wing it, especially if you ain't funny like, funny all the time. Not funny because you're just making weird facial expressions or being loud and when you should be quiet, or you know, vice versa. But a lot of times, uh. Kevin Hart's comedy too is kind of like physical you, you start clapping the hands You know Little man clapping big Hand You know uh, Chocolate drop huh. You know It's gotta be like that Eddie Murphy can just Be funny Just by making some express, Expressions Not to mention The fact that He's got The vocal talent Beyond You know He can sing He has the comedy And he's I mean I'm not saying He's Denzel Washington Or either. Or Robert De Niro, or anything like that. But as far as acting, but for for us, for uh, people that like Eddie Murphy and being the the comedy and everything, he just brings everything. All Eddie Murphy is just, you know, and that's why you had Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, and Tracy Morgan, and all of them there because they were all at one time inspired, or they got a, a shot from Eddie Murphy. So I mean, but, but there's levels. So just like how uh, Kevin Hart started getting all big, chesty around, walk around so because he has been the number one comedian for a long time. He is this new you know, the new generation's king of comedy. But when Eddie Murphy cut decides to come back, he's just letting you know that he's like he, he never lost the crown. He just walked away. He walked away and said, Hey, I'm done and you know, I got these movies to do. And went Hollywood and did it big. Beverly Hills Cop, 48 Hours, Pluto Nash. <laughs> okay, well, Norbert. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Hey, I like Norbert. Norbert's funny. Uh, well, we, always, we won't mess with about Pluto Nash. But, I mean, Eddie just went on to do stuff. And he's, I mean, if you look back at the earliest videos, they've been trying to get Eddie Murphy to go back to comedy since Arsenio Hall was on the first time. He be like, "Come on, come back!" There hasn't been anybody even close. Yeah, uh, uh you know Marlon Waynes and the Waynes and everybody else that's came since, and DL Hughley and all these other ones that definitely got major talent. They're definitely are heavyweights in the game. These guys are champions. These guys are swinging. Deontay Wilder punches, <laughs> hit. But. Eddie Murphy comes out. It's things shift different. The ones, those heavyweights that are s- swinging that heavy hand, it, they looking because it's Eddie Murphy, Eddie motherfucking Murphy, and he delivered as well as you can on Saturday Night Live. It's, I mean, it's the next best thing to him until he returns to stand up. That we're gonna get, and it was, it was. I mean, he he cursed during the show. That was funny because you got the he's raw. You got the rawest comedian in the game, and there he is. And you know, I don't bring all your uh, Richard Pryor haters all you want. I mean, I say Richard Pryor's the greatest too. He's the great because he inspired Eddie Murphy. But hey, Eddie Murphy's the king of comedy, hands down. And he just took it to a whole nother level. There's levels to this game. And, you know, Kevin Hart, as much as he's doing, and he's got the shoe deal, and like, I'm selling out arenas, I'm doing stuff that's never been done. You know, calm down. Calm what we call the fuck down, people. And he reminded you on Saturday Night Live that he is still the king. I mean, Yeah, there were sketches that, you know, you could just tell that some of the other writers had to write and. Do whatever, and when most people wouldn't even get the time of day, but just Eddie just being Eddie delivered and killed it. That one with the, the elf and the bear coming to eat ain't nobody else gonna make that thing work besides Eddie. That was that was, was just c- comedy and genius. And I can't wait. And I'm thinking right now, Kevin Hart must he's gotta be sitting somewhere, but we gotta figure out what the hell's going on. That's why he's putting out this, you know, don't fuck this up, Kevin on Netflix out, because he's like, hey man, you gotta put this shit out, because, oh shit, what the fuck is Eddie doing? I thought, you imagine what Kevin Hart's thinking, he done got in the accident, his wife found out that, you know, the whole thing, and he's, he's not having the greatest year, but he's still Kevin motherfucking Hart. He's still, he's still the it, he's still, you know, they're putting out Jamanji. he's still got movies in the works, so they still gotta put that out. The other movies have slowed down now, until he gets better, but like I said, Hollywood has took this. He is the new machine that Hollywood's pushing. So they got to do like, hey, shit. We got to push this out. Come on, Kevin. Let's go. And they they talking about he going to have another stand-up, too. Let me just say, I hope that stand-up doesn't come out the same month or same vicinity of the time when Eddie Murphy decides to drop his in this year, in this 2020, because that's what he's talking about doing. He's going to drop it this year. Hey, Please. And, and man, Netflix. Netflix, you guys are just awesome beyond the fact that you're paying these comedians that. I mean, they're the ones that got Dave Chappelle to come back. And if you remember, I mean, now it's kind of it's an afterthought because he's been back now. And he's, he's d- done Saturday Night Live a couple times. He's doing stand-up all over the place, taking your phones and hijacking them while you're watching it. He's He's back. And it took that. I mean, it took Kevin Hart... I think, and that's where Kevin Hart deserves that. He kind of re, he made comedy fun again. And at the same time, you know, that's why he got some of the hate. I'm not hating when I'm trying to say this. I know it might sound like when I'm making fun of him or saying something. I'm not hating on Kevin Hart. I'm just letting you know there are levels. And there is nobody that's close right now to Eddie Murphy. No matter what anybody says, no matter what. You can ride right along out to right along six. And I'm glad I mean, Ice Cube too. But hey, if, I bet you if you ask Ice Cube, who, if you could get Ride Along Three, if you could get Kevin Hart or Eddie Murphy in Ride Along Three, who you gonna pick? Motherfucker, it's not even close. cloak. He'll hang up on you. It. Yay, yay. It, there's levels to this. And Eddie Murphy reminds you of that. And if you haven't seen it, go back and watch it. He's already uh, working on Beverly Hills Cop 4. Dolomite's My Name on uh, Netflix was, I mean, I was excited about that when I first heard about it a couple of years ago, and then it came out last year, Oh, and then uh, Coming to America, it comes out on my birthday this year, December 18th, but it's shot, it's done now, it's wrapped, being produced and on to the next one. Somebody done inspired Eddie, maybe this is his wife, I mean, she can be inspiring, Something, whatever it did it. And he said, I think he said he got some of the juices flowing again being at that SNL reunion thing, which he kind of let people down because they wanted to see Eddie Murphy just come in there and do some stand up. And he kind of, it's kind of the same way too with the monologue. If you watch the monologue, people wanted that monologue just to go 15 minutes more longer. Fuck it, an hour. Fuck the rest of the show. Let's just have Eddie do stand up. The whole thing that live that would have changed it. That would have changed everything. That's what they should have did. But that's why. That's why everybody started complaining. Like, oh, it should have went longer. You know, some people. Some people even even went as far as say Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, and Tracy Morgan should have never got on stage with him. They should have let him do hello. He. They are on stage to show you the levels that come to the game. They they are there. They are household names. Chris Rock, household name. Tracy Morgan, household name. People know who these guys are because of Eddie Murphy. And so he's just letting you know he brought them on stage. And I think it was genius. I wanted him to go longer. I want him to go much longer on that. But I know why. He, it's genius because he wants you to keep I mean he delivered that that punch, he, the little bit of time he was on there he was delivering and then he delivered that punchline I got 10 kids 11 if you count Kevin wham boom Kevin like oh shit he got in another crash god damn what did I do? Like, I mean what what, what, what what I do I'm minding my own business I'm trying to heal I'm trying I'm over here trying to get my wife and my life right and Eddie Murphy came by and just bam Swung that in there just just to remind you. He is sharp and there are levels. And he is the high motherfucking lander. There can only be one. So come for his head or go home. UFC 246 is happening. That should be interesting. It it, it marks the return of the bad boy Conor McGregor I don't know man him against Mr. Cowboy Donald And I don't know Conor McGregor the last few times out hasn't really looked Conor McGregor-ish it's all been a lot of hype especially that, that little bar fight with that old dude that old dude didn't even look shook but it should be interesting. I'll be watching it either way just to see if he's going to get knocked out or if he's going to spark the return because I think the return would be nice. I mean, I know UFC and Dana White definitely would are hoping for a McGregor win, even though they're at odds most of the time. They still know that's their cash cow, and they need a win. They need a big win. And I think they're hoping that that's going to happen with this Cowboy fight, but that would be kind of crazy if Cowboy shocks him and knocks him out. And then that's gonna, I don't know. I don't really see how McGregor kind of bounces back from that. You can talk all the stuff you want. I mean, Habib got you, but Habib's world champion, so, but he got some, he got some answering to do come Saturday. So it should be great to see UFC 246. That's uh, also gonna be uh, Holly Holm coming. She got a fight against Raquel Pennington. I don't know, man. Somebody, I still think somebody in the corner of Holly should have told Holly to, Damn, you know, hang it up, man. Do some broadcasting while you still can. Do do anything else besides fighting right now. Train, but I don't know. The last few fights i seen her in, oof, was vicious. When she lose, man, she don't, like, well, I, I'll give her one thing. When Holly lose, she don't just lose. She lose, lose. Like, she get knocked what we call the fuck out. So, that should be crazy, though. UFC 246 will be nuts, and that'll be live from the t-mobile arena so watch that saturday i'll I'll be checking that out we'll see we'll see if it lives up to the hype we'll see if the bad boy returns returns the form so yeah dave chappelle supporting supporting andrew andrew yang for the 20 20 presidential campaign i guess he's gonna be doing some uh some show for That should bring a lot of awareness to mr yang i don't know man i I don't really know that much and i'm not gonna really be speaking that much on uh, like politics on my podcast Uh, i mean i say that now but it, uh, it could change but i mean i don't know a lot i don't know the specifics and everything on Mr. Yang is but I have heard a few things that's got me interested. And he's talking about a way for us to get like a fifteen hundred dollar check a month or something like that, and he has a way to. Hey, man, let's before we before we just say that's nonsense, let's hear the man out. I um, don't know. I gotta listen. To, I gotta find out exactly how about that. But hey, if Dave Chappelle's getting behind it, that's definitely gonna get a few heads going that way. He's got an Asian wife too, don't he? Huh. I don't think that has nothing to do with it, but hey, either way though, he is supporting it the 2020 Democratic presidential hopeful, Andrew Yang. And so, uh, for his campaign in South Carolina on January 29th and January 30th, ahead of the Democratic primary vote on February 29th. So yeah, look forward to that. Catching Dave Chappelle out. Maybe he'll do a a few stand-up, stand-up sketch. I'm really hoping though, with you know this 2020 coming out and Eddie Murphy deciding to come back and his, him and Chris Rock and all them being so close, that I mean, come on, let's just do the Legends of Comedy, Living Legends of Comedy tour. We can do something like that. Who knows? I still think Eddie Murphy got robbed for the Oscars, but that we ain't talking about that either. We, I'm not even gonna delve into that. But yeah, so. Catch Dave, Dave Chappelle out, and the campaigns should be just crazy. You know, everything is a, everybody's gonna pull out works right now. So, between Bernie and Biden, Biden somewhere right now trying not to hug somebody. I'm kidding. I'm kidding.